Hello, everyone. My name is Oksana. It's Road to Edwards, Weekly Edwards Insider, the 14th. We deliver the news about the creation of our project Edwards. So, as usual, Tukogao-san, may you speak about the history? Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> thank, thank you, Oksana. And uh, uh, hello, everybody. This is Hiro Tokugawa speaking. Uh, so religion in Tokugawa, Japan, uh, part four. Uh, I stress religion because uh, in, in this series, because uh, one of the reasons is because uh, Edo, the city of Edo was so full of great religious buildings. Uh, most of which were destroyed totally uh, in World War II. It's such a pity. Some of what remain are still quite impressive, like the uh, main gate of the Zojoshin Temple. Now, uh, okay, at this time, I would like to um, mix, well, one is about religion and the other is about tourism in Tokugawa, Japan. Uh, so Tokugawa, Japan is supposed to be feudal and its legal structure was largely feudal in that people were not supposed to move so much uh, from their, the place where they're supposed to be. So the farming population um, was supposed to be, uh, said, uh, well, are supposed to stay in their respective villages or at most uh, to the, uh, the, the castle of their uh, lord. Okay, And then uh, city people were supposed to, uh, well, for one thing, the city of Edo was divided by many gates. And after sunset, uh, all these gates would be shut. So people are supposed to go to bed very early. All right. And then the samurai, uh, these people were in military service in theory. So uh, each time uh, you want to go somewhere overnight, then you have to get permission from your superior. So, but in spite of all these regulations, uh, you see, well, and then this was actually uh, in order to pacify the population, but it was very difficult to change rules in Tokyo, Japan. So uh, they developed um, bigger and bigger loopholes in the system. Uh, and one such was the uh, pilgrimage by, by commoners. And this had become such large scale uh, by, by the early 19th century. So Western visitors were surprised that seemingly poor folk uh, with very little, like, wearing the same kimono for two weeks in a row, uh, were traveling all over Japan by foot. And th the reason they could do so was to go visit a holy place and pray. And uh, the most popular among these was uh, probably the Ise Shrine in present-day Mie Prefecture, uh, Oise Maidi. And, uh, and, well, and the thing is, and here is the mixture of the uh, sacred and the secular, is that it was such a popular destination that the whole town was surrounded by, a, how should I say, uh, another town just full of brothels. So people would go pray, feel divine, and after that, they won't come back to the real life. And uh, another case is in uh, Hiroshima, there is the Itsukushima Jinja, this shrine in the sea. Uh, and, but pretty nearby, there's another island where all the buildings were brothels. So that's it. Uh, so religious tourism was combined with sex tourism. So the Japanese were devout, they were religious, but they were very secular and hedonistic. Uh, so it uh, sounds like a very happy society to me. And also, uh, you see, by keeping uh, the people like half religious and then half, well, not secular, but maybe animal, <laughs> animal-like or, or hedonistic, that was the way of keeping people's minds at peace. I mean, too much, you're too devout, and then look at what you do. I mean, the, how the Taliban's 
Taliban behaved or uh, a much earlier phase would be what the, um, the, the Puritans in Geneva when Calvin was still alive. So uh, compared to that, uh, Japanese Buddhism may be a bit corrupt, but it managed to deliver uh, what Buddha had intended at the beginning originally, and which was a merciful society. Uh, and that'll be all for today. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Tokugawa-san. Sounds like a very balanced society. The next place, again, could you please inform us about the project, our updates? Thank you, Oksana. Hello, everyone. Um, I'm really excited in this project, and then I'd like to update something with you. Uh, so first, I'm continuing to negotiate with our partner. I mean, we need to create a gaming space with high visual. And uh, of course, we have some certain timeline. So we need to uh, complete all, all of the things based on this timeline. So uh, we need to find proper partner, right? And then uh, I've already discussed with uh, three potential uh, gaming application company, which can create quite high visual and quite nice uh, metaverse professionals. So maybe, I am not sure, maybe two weeks two weeks, three weeks, maybe we can make more announce about this uh, uh, partnership in detail, I hope. This is one thing. And two things, uh, maybe uh, Mr. Dominic will mention, but uh, we are still uh, creating a quite new ecosystem uh, in terms of NFT land. So uh, for example, we start to define uh, which district can be sold for NFT holders. And then why we start from this district, uh, we, are, we are going to put some reason. And then uh, this district and the next district and next district is uh, planned by us now. And then the interesting point and exciting point is uh, compared to Sandbox, uh, for example, this central and any other, any other competitors, uh, we Edoverse can only provide certain areas because Edoverse is based on Edo eras, you know, real history. So imagine that we can see many types of NFTs and then they always say like, this NFT is limited to 20,000K. Uh, no, no, 20,000, for example. Is it limited? NFT, right? NFT has to be only one. Why do we have to you know, buy 20,000 NFT? It's not NFT in real, but in terms of Edoverse NFT, it's real because we have to recreate Edo era in this Edoverse so we cannot supply or we cannot create another Edoverse because it's not history, right? So we have to follow all of the things uh, to, uh, we have to follow uh, Mr. Yehiro's instruction and then we have to see uh, the real history. So based on that, we cannot supply any more lands unless it's on the history, right? So this is a huge different point. So for example, if we buy some NFTs on Sandbox or if we buy some NFTs on this central lab, of course, for the moment, now it's limited. But imagine that if Sandbox tried to increase the supply volume, can we fight to that? No, right? But Edwas, we can because Edwas is Edwas. Why you have this, you know, NFT lands in the US? US is no Edwas, right? So, or Australia, no. Only Japan, certain era, Tokyo district, Edwas is limited to this space. This is a super interesting point. So when we create NFTs ecosystem, always we have to create high demand compared to supply volume, right? So supply is limited, 
and demand is going to be much more spreading, so increasing. This is a super interesting point of Edelbrust. And then we are really thrilled to announce that uh, July 7th, we start to create, you know, we start to uh, move our campaign for all of the participants. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Very exciting. It's kind of like a limited number of Bitcoins that can be issued. Yes. yes. Interesting. <laughs> so the next Mitsushi, could you please speak to us about anything you had this week before? Hello. So I'd like to share updates. I think uh, there are two updates. First is about our logo. So currently we had a discussion internally and we finally determined the logo for Edverse. So the logo, uh, we will sh uh, announce the logo officially in our Twitter and Discord and Telegram today. But the logo uh, has a lot of elements. For example, one of the uh, notice, uh, noticeable element is the wave, wave of the sea. Uh, the wave of the sea is originated from the famous uh, ukiyo-e artwork, namely Fugaku Sanjuroke by Katsushika Hokusai. Fugaku Sanjuroke is the artwork that uh, 36 different uh, Hokusai. And within the line, within the line called uh, Fugaku Sanjuroke, the most famous artwork was called Kanagawa Oki Namura, the Great Waves of Kanagawa. And when we say Katsushika Hokusai, people automatically, you know, imagine that specific artwork. With way the the, uh, the large wave is moving, and uh, the Mount Fuji is seen behind the waves. Right, that structure is really impressive. So we uh, had uh, imagination and inspiring. Uh, we, we got inspired from that particular artwork. And when you know waves can sort of represent Japan to foreigners, that is why we adapted that particular uh, motif into this logo. Moreover, the color is very important. The color is light purple. Uh, that was uh, selected by uh, Tokugawa-san. And so a lot of uh, you know, interesting elements are, are summarized within that within one logo. And I was very surprised that how uh, Fukuda-sensei, the creator of logo, uh, interviewed all the participants, all of us, and included all the necessary elements into one logo. I think that was a really wonderful process. And another uh, update is about the event. Uh, we got determined to hold event in 6th of June. I think we would like to have a monthly events going forward let's say 6th of June or 7th of July or 8th of August. I think that would be an interesting idea. And we will, uh, we will be encompassing the overview of Edoverse concept and uh, token sales and land NFT sales and our project roadmaps. And we will also prepare in some sort of Q&A and FAQ. And I think we will uh, record that event and upload a YouTube video. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, I hope a lot of people will attend the uh, online events and we would like to have a lot of sort of interesting discussion, interaction with uh, potential users. And that is update from me today. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Mitsushi. And uh, the next, Dominique, could you please uh, speak about overall about our project? Thank you. Thank you, Oksana. Um, yeah, the, um, Mitsushi and Gen mentioned that, that we got a really great progress last week and we already just fixed all the logos and also the token symbols. And um, uh, we're just uh, creating, we're just talking to uh, the developer that to 
make some of the image or visuals of the VRs, and then still that's we got a little little more time to do it. But next meeting, as I mentioned, sixth uh, of June, that very important events because we're gonna have some of the uh, uh, ex explanations. Uh, uh, about uh, Edubus, uh fast token sale and also land NFT sale. Um, those two big events uh, uh, will be actually start from the, the 7th of July, as, as we just mentioned a lot, just on the, on the schedule of um, uh, Lord Mark of the Edubus. Um, 6th of June is uh, we are uh, telling the telling to the public about our whole plans um, on the 7th of July. So how you can buy NFTs, how you can uh, apply to obtain a fast token sale. So um, and then um, uh, we uh, this time uh, the 6th of July, 6th of June, the events will be the Japanese language events because this time that we start from Japan. And then it's expanding to the, to the world and the futures, but our first events, um, this time we hold, of course, in a, on an online basis, but uh, uh, this time that the language Japanese. And the people can just join the meeting and then people can just uh, know how to buy, how to invest, and then how to enjoy. So um, that's uh, gonna be very exciting events in June and also July, the first, first talk to sell. And then, uh, we are now planning uh, to uh, sell the avatar in the future. So the very famous soldiers and, and then very historical uh, persons uh, who, who, uh, who, who were very, uh, just uh, was very, very famous in the uh, in, in historical uh, book. And they, every, every Japanese uh, people know that and, uh, from the, the elementary school to the junior high school. Um, those avatars, um, we, we, we're going to just launch uh, from September. So, uh, so we, we sold, sold through the auction and then people can just enjoy to buy the historical names, historical soldiers, historical uh, famous persons, avatar uh, in Edobus. And then those avatars can, can be utilized in Edobus uh, Edo once just real main net was connected from the end of 2023. So uh, our teams is now is very, very busy because we had to just build up very quickly uh, from um, from now is from May and from the end of May now and then to June, July and then September and then we have to last the last to create a lot of things. So uh, we are very happy uh, to inform you uh, many things uh, about Edubus and our progress is is, is very fast and then um, people uh, I hope that people can just wait for uh, for, for, for our activities. Thank you. Thank you very much. Busy and very happy. I think it's a great combination uh, for mm. the productive work. So thank you, everyone. And uh, I will hear from you the next week. Bye.